Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' top 8 movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top 8 list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore 8 underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. My name is Owen Morgan. I'm sat down with my co-host, Jessica Rose Johnson, and we explore the power of film through Top 8 Lists. So we really hope you've been enjoying the show. In the last episode, we were looking at the best of 2020. That was our debut, where we started looking at a whole year. But now we're getting back to our bread and butter, where we look at actors or directors and that sort of thing. So we're looking at the legendary Steven Spielberg today, which is going to be really cool. He's been going a long time. And these lists aren't as varied as you, as, as I'm sure you can imagine. They're not going to be that varied. But it's really interesting to see where things have landed in the eight order. That's what I'm fascinated by. So, Jess, how are you feeling about this? Uh, uh, we haven't really done many directors yet, so I'm quite interested to dive into this more so than the actors. Because some people go, "What the hell? That was him?" No, which with actors, it's very obvious. I quite like the shock and awe of what. What do you think about that? I think. We're started off with such a legendary director and one of the hardest lists to pare down to a top eight and put them in order. So this is great. Uh, there's actually uh, the uh, the movie that just came out about his life even. So this is a this is going to be fun to see who because there's just such a robust and such variety in the movies he directs. So I'm really excited to talk about these lists today. Yeah, me too, me too. It took me quite a while. It's probably the longest one it was to compile. So I had to go through IMDb and I went sort of year to year. And I was like, oh my God. So I had to like, I had like a list of 20 and then I had to like break it down from there. Um, but no, it was great. And we don't have any results to share today because of the way we edit it and release the show. So tune into episode 20 for our anniversary episode, 90 minute deep dive into all the results and our polls and all that sort of thing. So check out episode 20 and you'll hear all about the results from the last few so let's get some more results for the show today. So the notes for this episode. So these are the little notes we have for how we pick our lists. So I tell Jess, these are the rules. I tell my listener, these are the rules. So this is the debut for my friend, John, who's uh, sharing his Spielberg. So hi, John, if you're listening. Thanks so much for sharing yours with us. Notes of the show is directed only. So we're not looking for written or produced. But he can do that as well if he likes. But <laughs> it has to be directed. He hasn't directed it doesn't get included could be any year in cinema can be where his first film however young he was or the latest thing this year and film fr film franchises are allowed we are allowing that on the show now because it's getting a bit complicated for people who love to say the born series not not for today but the born series what you have to pick one of the five that's just it's okay it can be a franchise it's fine it's allowed but the rule is four films or less. All right. So Harry Potter, I'm afraid, has to be separated. There's just too many of them. So, but Lord of the Rings would count. It's only three. That gives you gives you an idea how it works. 
that's annoying for me because I have to go and look it up. How many films have there been? Okay, doesn't count. But yeah, let's focus on Spielberg today, everybody. Let's jump in. So we're going to do the industry list. Jess is going to read this out shortly. So this is an IMDb score. This is not box office. So it's IMDb scores um, from the lowest to the highest. So the lowest score is 7.9. It's still amazing, isn't it? Bloody hell, the lowest one's 7.9. How good is that? So over to you, Jess. Um, enjoy. We do have um, the votes as well. So if uh, it's a if it's a rating, everybody where it's the same, eight point two, eight point two. Jess will read you how many people have voted, and the one with the highest votes takes the highest spot. So a bit more housekeeping there. So over to you, Jess. Let's do this. All right, here we go. The top eight Steven Spielberg directed movies. Number eight. E.T. coming in at 7.9. Number seven, Jaws at 8.1, which tied with the number six spot. Jaws got 641,000 votes, but in sixth spot with 1.1 million votes, giving it an 8.1 score on IMBD was Catch Me If You Can. Number five, also tied with number four with 8.2. Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, with 793,000 votes. But in fourth spot, Jurassic Park beat it out with 1 million votes. In the third spot, another great Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, getting a score of 8.4. The second spot, Saving Private Ryan, with 8.6. In the number one spot, with a whopping 9.0 score on IMBD, is Schindler's List. Thank you so much. Um, we're getting good at this reading out stuff out now, and I feel you may have had lots of practice. I think we're professionals. I'm looking forward to getting offered a job somewhere in the media company. Uh, so my thoughts on this list is this is it's a classic list. I think this is the most obvious list you're going to get for him. I think if you did a cross-section of the public, this is probably the kind of list you're looking at, um, which is probably testament to why they're the highest, you know, highest rated. Um, maybe Catch Me If Can, that's a bit of a surprise, I suppose. The rest of them are very obvious, I would find. Shinder's List makes sense. I'm surprised it's top, top, based on the kind of people that vote on IMDb, but fair enough. But yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's it's a, I call it a classic list. I think ours are different, and they're not as classic, and I'm kind of proud of that in a way, I think. Yeah, I think I... I was shocked when I was going through and I was looking at what movies he directed. Uh, you're at Catch Me If You Can got me there. I was like, I don't even know he directed that one. Um, I am surprised that only two Indiana Jones made the top. They are separate. But uh, I'm with you. Schindler's List, a great classic, wonderful story to be told. I'm surprised that it took the top with a 9.0. But uh, that does make me excited because that means a lot of people are watching it and loving it and the story is getting out there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's spot on. It's such an important story. So, you know, that that's the main thing I said. More more eyes, more ears. That can only be a good thing. So, so yeah, I agree on a lot of that. So it's going to be interesting to see what unfolds with ours, actually. I'm looking across. And, yeah, it's very different. It's exciting. It's going to be tough, you guys at home. Very, very tough. So listen closely. All right, let's jump into my list. So I'm going to... Today I'm going to try and give you a little bit of a pitch for each film as I go. That's what Jess does, and I like her style. So... I'm going to give that a go today. All right, I watched all these trailers today, so they're all fresh in my mind. So my eighth place is The Terminal with Tom Hanks. There's another Terminal. It's not that film. That's a completely different film. 
So we watched the trailers. It's a Tom Hanks one, all right? Um, and he's amazing in it. It reminds me of a bit of Forrest Gump, really, kind of like it's really character driven. And he's such a lovable character. Um, and, you know, living in the airport and, you know, because his country has got coup and stuff, he, he can't leave the airport. And all the friends that he meets and the impressions he makes on people. Beautiful, beautiful film. So I wanted to put that in there. It's not all um, explosions and aliens and dinosaurs. Sometimes a good story works. In seventh place is Catch Me If You Can. Um, that's come up on episodes before. Um, I know me and Jess both really like this film anyway. Um, just cl classic chaser, you know, chasing the con man type stuff. Keeps you on your toes. You're guessing what's real and what's not and what's a con. And it's just amazing. And I'm really glad it's in even in the industry one. That's awesome. Sixth place is E.T., that's mostly just nostalgia to be honest it was a big part of my childhood it's a nostalgia pick if i think if i watched it back now i might not enjoy it as much perhaps but nostalgia alone means it gets in sixth place uh munich so yeah, there's a few bits of it that are saying based on the true bits here and there but it's generally a fictional thing so it's at the olympics and it's about a lot of israelis that are killed and then it's about a hit team going over to palestine this is really unfortunate because there's war at the moment i'm really sorry but it's not I guess it's not that appropriate, but um, it's a really good film. So I'm just separating it out. So it is in and around that. It's a hitman thing, um, and it's 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 so tense and it's so well filmed. The cinematography on it is fantastic. So aside from what's happening at the moment, I'm sending my love to everybody over there. Um, it's a bit like the war list we did, wasn't it? There's only so much we can avoid. We have to avoid everything. So as a piece of cinema, it's wonderful. So yeah, I'm getting a bit emotional now thinking about everybody over there. Oh god. Um, but yeah, other Munich. Um, and then in fourth place, we have Schindler's List. Talk about that already. It's an iconic piece of cinema for sure. It's going to live forever um, as an amazing story. Um, it's in amazingly told. It's not an amazing story, obviously, but in that way, but amazingly told. God, this is a thought provoking list. Bloody hell. In third place is War of the Worlds. I love disaster movie stuff. I don't know why. There's also a chance. Oh my God, I want to watch it again. Look at this. They're gonna, they're gonna survive. Oh God, everything's getting blown up. Um, Tom Cruise back then was just legendary. He was just in everything and just owning it. It's very, very fun. Uh, and in second place is Minority Minority Report, which isn't getting anywhere near, near enough love these days. But you know, sort of time travel type thing. Con Farrell again. Whatever he's in seems to be end up on my list. But it's so it was so innovative at the time. It was so different, and it really pushed the boundaries of storytelling. Um, I think to this, if you watched it now, it'd still be absolutely brilliant. So I'm very proud that I put it in there. And in first place, I've got Saving Private Ryan again. I'm so obsessed on it about iconic cinema. I'm getting very um, whatever the word is for that, but I love it. It broke boundaries. It's near the top of my list for war films too, and I just think. What he did with that film was absolutely amazing. And there's a lot of love. So Tom Hanks is basically at the top and the bottom of this list. So he, uh, bookending both ends. But I think it's a great list. And uh, I hope it's swinging people's votes. But what are your thoughts, Jess, on mine? Because we have quite different lists. So um, what do you think of mine? We do have a little bit of similarities here and there. And, you know, Minority Report almost made it on my list. So interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I... I uh, I like to see where your lists go, and like you kind of have a little bit of a theme going for a little while there too. So it's 
it's interesting to see who pulls your votes versus whose votes I pull since we do have some slight similarities in our list. So maybe we'll really see where our audience is uh, more pulled towards. Vote Liz C. <laughs> Yeah, let's find out. Go for it. All right. For me, in eighth, I have Schindler's List. Just a beautiful classic, like I said earlier, a story that just needs to be told. So I wanted to make sure to give it some love on my list. In seventh, I have The Terminal as well. I think that movie gets forgotten so much, and it's just such a, a beautiful movie. And, you know, really seeing some of the struggles that people go through, and it's just... Uh, such a warmly told story. And sixth, I have Hook. I This was a learning for me. I did not know that Steven Spielberg directed Hook, but love the, love the movie, classic tale of Peter Pan and live action. And in fifth place, I have Saving Private Ryan down in the fifth spot. Ah, that might that might uh, cause a rip in some of our votes here but we've talked about it before just a classic movie a good story some true-esque-ness to the story in the fourth spot i bumped catch me if you can i do love that movie i i love the trying to figure it out and follow me along and it's also based on a true story so i had to throw in one of those good ones as well in the third spot news to me that Steven Spielberg directed Ready Player One. Now, uh, my son loves this movie and I thought it was really cool because it has a combination between the animated side but also the live action side and just how well those flowed back and forth together. I thought a very interesting one to give some love to because I could only imagine being a director and having to have the skill set to direct both animated scenes as well as live action scenes. So pretty cool. Number two. Now I did not break the rule here. I did have to do some Googling myself. I have Jurassic Park because he only directed two of the Jurassic Park movies. So I think that might be a loophole for me since he only directed two. I put them, um, one of my best friends would be so happy to hear me say that. I gave them the number two spot. Great movies, classic movies. Look how far they've come. And he's still involved in them, just not as a director role. So gave it number two. But ultimately, the number one. Also, I kind of have a loophole with this one, too. <laughs> the number one, hands down, Indiana Jones. Now, I'm saying it's a loophole because technically there is a movie that did come out this year, which would mean there's five. But I also didn't double check to see if he was the director of all five. So being honest there. Indiana Jones, love it. Love the story. I, I love history. So I think that's part of the allure. And this was a big franchise that I grew up to watching as well. So vote Group C. Vote Group C. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I will do my research on Indiana Jones and see if I can affect your list now. It's fine. Um, you know, I might even change the to five. We don't know yet. Uh, but yeah, this be, it's only a bit of fun, everyone. Uh, we just don't want it to, I say Harry Potter, I just think it needs to be separated, really. Um, but because there's too many. But, you know, Indiana Jones, two of them have appeared on the industry one. So 
Fair is fair there. I don't know why I've not included it really, because I used to watch them all the older when I was a kid. So I'm not sure how I missed the boat there. I, I'm going to watch a trailer and see if I've made a horrible mistake. I'm going to pay call, but we'll see. But yeah, generally, yeah. I'm glad that you know, at the end of the day, the eight that we pick are films that we really like, right? So eight isn't bad, is it? They're just, they're all awesome. So Shinner's List, eight or one, doesn't really make a difference. It's, it's in the list. Shut up. Terminal, yeah, totally. With very similar hook. I completely forgot about that, even though I literally looked at all the films he's made. Don't know what happened there. Um, but that's childhood as well, which is great. Simpro Ryan, of course, yeah, would be on there, catch me can, boom, boom, boom. Uh yeah, Dress It Park. Yeah, I'm trying to think why yeah. What is my reason for not doing Dress It Park? I think it's because even though it's not horror, I don't like getting scared. So some scary dinosaurs when I was younger. But like the latest ones, Jurassic World and all that. Obviously I'm not scared of those. Um, and they're pretty epic as well. So I think it's just fear. I've got to honour the inner child here. Um I don't want to be scared. I'm Ready Player One. I, I always see um Ready Player One on um I think it was on Netflix for a while. I might still be on there. It keeps coming up as a recommendation. It keeps saying, Hey, hey, hey. So maybe this is the final straw. It's put on your list. It's telling me something, but I should probably be giving it a go. So uh so yeah, no, I really I really, really love it. Um what you've done there. And I I'm just loving the variation on this. Wasn't I was surprised there was gonna be so much, but there is. So thank you, Jess. That is great. And now we're going to be looking at my friend John's list. So this is his debut. So welcome to the universe, John. And let's see if you can take the win with the audience. Okay, we have a few notes from John at the end. He's left me. All right, here we go. So in eighth place, we have Jewel. So that's the first time we've seen that here today. God, I feel like I'm doing the lottery. It's the first time we've seen that number. Stop it. So we've got Jewel. Um, and then in seventh place, we've got Empire of the Sun. That's a really good shout. Um, very young Christian Bale. Sixth place is E.T. So that's appeared three times today, uh, which is great. And then we have in... Oh, he's got Indiana Jones in fifth, but it's a different one. He's got Temple of Doom. So that's the first time that's shown up individually. So that's really cool. Fourth is Jurassic Park. So that matches the industry score. It's awesome. The one that's not been mentioned yet is Close Encounters, the third kind, everyone. That could swing him a couple of votes. That's in third position. Second is Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that has popped up again. So that's on point with the IMDb scores as well. Um, so that's really cool. And his first place, which has not appeared on mine or Jess's, is Jaws. Dernan, Dernan. That's good. Um, so, yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad that the shark has got his spot at the top. So let me just read a few little notes from John that I've got written up here. But while I look up that list, let me know what you think about this list. Yes, what are you thinking? I think it was very brave of him to list the Indiana Jones out separately. So bravo, because I couldn't do it. Though, in all honesty, if I could only pick one, Temple of Doom. I never really connected to E.T. or Jaws growing up, but Temple of Doom, my brother and I would try and to rip each other's hearts out. <laughs> so, I guess that's scary in its own way, right? Yeah, too scary for me. <laughs> that's for sure. But, uh, but yeah, I've got the notes up now, so we'll talk some more about this list in a second. So. Um, with Jewel, he's written Man vs. Juggernaut. These are very short notes, but I do appreciate it. 
Empire of the Sun featuring a young lad named Christian Bale. I like that. Before he went on to Batman fame. Uh, for E.T., it was a it was huge when it came out. It was absolutely a humongous movie back then. I think that's why it's in the hearts and souls of so many. And for his second place, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Harrison Ford's first outing as everyone's favourite archaeologist adventurer. Sound like my dad, John. You could be a film reviewer. Perfect. Jaws is one of those films that Spielberg still has nightmares about making, but it's one that made him, which is very, very true. Um, and one broken shark and the onset feuds and that iconic scene. So, yeah, I guess there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff outside of the film itself as well. There's lots going on, wasn't it? And it certainly thrusted him into the limelight um, on a sort of mainstream level anyway. So I'm sure Stephen is very happy about that. But yeah, just generally on his list. Um, not too much to say. Close Encounters, that's really, really cool. I'm glad that's featured here today. I think it deserves it. Empire of the Sun is a bit of a classic. I just don't remember it enough, to be honest, for it to um, to feature on mine. Jewel, I haven't seen Jewel, so I won't be able to comment there. But again, it's a very, very classic list. So yeah, there we have it, everybody. Steven Spielberg, I think it's one of the first directors we've uh, mainly covered, I think. So it's been a really, really interesting one because it's, there's going to be much more variety. There's a lot more age to it, I find, as well. The, for an actor, I think the list tends to be a bit shorter on options. So uh, it shows that in the list today. So now is your chance to go over to Instagram. So the moment you listen to this, if you listen to it just as it's come out, then head over to Instagram. There is a poster, A, B, C, and D. It's got a name next to it. Pop in the comment the favourite list of yours. And please include uh, a film or two from this that you absolutely loved and why. That'd be really fun. And we could, might even read that out on our anniversary episode. That'd be super fun. Give you some love. So yeah, do that. And if you look at the Instagram stories within the first 24 hours of release, you can vote on a, like a live poll, which is always, I think, funner than doing the comments. So go and check that out. And we'll announce the results of this in, yeah, episode 20. That will feature in that one. So yeah, go and check it out. So thanks so much, Jess, for being part of this today. Thank you everybody for listening at home. I hope this has been um, inspiring. It's going to set you on your way to watch some old films from the past. Good bit of nostalgia. And we'll be back next week where we'll be looking at Matt Damon in our next episode. And if you get where that, if you understand that quote and what film it's from, you are a movie buff. So maybe put in the comments of this poster when I say Matt Damon, then I'll be very impressed with you. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> we will see you next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. Your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.